Welcome to Tulsa Titans, highlighting our local business leaders who are making a difference. On this episode, I'm excited. I've got Wendy Qualls with Borough Post Frame. She's the VP. Wendy, how are you doing? Great. Let's start. Just introduce yourself to everybody. I'm Wendy Qualls, and I've been at Burroughs for seven years. And currently at Burroughs, I do accounting. So I'm the controller here at Burroughs. I also do HR and culture. Um, it's something new that, that Burroughs has really jumped into in the last about four or five years is really building our culture. And that's something that I'm just super excited about. And it, it gets that's what gets me here every day. So. Well, perfect. And to get us started, because we're still in, still in the first quarter of the year, just kind of coming out of it, actually, what are three things uh, that you've been intentional about this year? And then what are three things that you're looking at maybe giving up? So three things that I've really been intentional about, um, you know, is just more family time. You know, I think with COVID, we all, you know, realized that that was something that we were really missing. So just spending more time with my family at home, you know, with I've got a teenage daughter. So just, you know, getting them, I have one that's getting ready to start driving. So spending time in the car with her, just, you know, learning, driving, that's been, that's been great. So that's something that I've really um, done more of. Something else um, that I'm really passionate about right now is just learning more about myself and others and our personality traits and how we're, we have you know, hardwired cognitive abilities. So I've really been studying. So if, if, if that whole subject is an iceberg, I'm at the very, very tip top of that iceberg of, of learning. But we have at Burroughs have an assessment that we use that's personality traits and hardwired cognitive abilities. And so just really learning about myself and you know the rest of the people here at Burroughs and how we're going to interact. And then the, the next thing that I've really been working on is intentional communication. So being very intentional about what I'm talking about and how that is interacting with the other people. And you know, it's just something that we teach at Burroughs on Orient, like first day you're here, you get to learn about our intentional communication and then practicing that within. The, the organization. Um, some things that the biggest things that I'm consuming less of would be social media. So deleting those apps off my phone, like just deleting them, like done, I'm done with them. Um, you know, I'm just done with, you know, I can, I hardly ever watch the news. You know, I don't, it just irritates me no matter what channel I watch. So, um, you know, I've really consumed less of the news and just more trying to you know, understand the facts. And then, you know, something else I've really been working on is worrying, honestly, like, you know, fear, worry, just really trying to push that down to where, you know, I'm just going to think about what I'm doing right now, how it's going to affect, you know, there, I can't change yesterday. I can't predict tomorrow. So, you know, how am I going to work on, you know, right now where I'm at being more in the moment? No, that's wonderful. And I know a lot of people deal with anxiety, fear, worry, kind of those categories. So as you've identified those things, and I think a lot of us can say what you just said, right? We can't yeah. change tomorrow today and we can't go back. What are some practical things that you've done to really help you overcome that? So some of the practical things that I've done are, you know, for me, I have a high sense of, you know, I, I have a high sensitivity to stress. So what I found is for me, planning my day 
out. You know, those are things that I know or planning, even planning my week. So I can actually say, okay, on Monday morning, here are the list of things, you know, I can prioritize my, you know, my, my kids, my work, you know, everything that I have to do, what do I have to do? Lay it out on a calendar for the week. And I know, okay, I have it all. I have all the bases covered. You know, it might be Thursday afternoon. I have, you know, Kellen Friday at two o'clock. That's great. At least I know I have it. I have it planned. And, you know, for me, that's the biggest thing that has helped me is actually laying out and, you know, just knowing exactly what I'm going to do. No, that's so good. And then, you know, for anybody struggling with that, I'm not naturally really organized. I love being in the moment. I love kind of getting on a high when I'm in meetings with people and, and really just being present um, at the sacrifice, those long meetings, mm -hmm. some other things. And that, that builds the anxiety. I actually bought a planner uh, called the Full Focus Planner by Michael Hyatt. And it, if you hear what Wendy's saying, but you have a trouble saying, well, how do I outline that and even start? It builds that same framework that's helping you into that mm -hmm. curriculum. Yeah. Yeah. I have one. It's, it's called the Christian planner. And so, you know, it kind of built, helps you do the same thing. And so I love, you know, it, it's perfect for me, you know, that's wonderful. Both good tools. So yeah. uh, outside of planning, you know, you, you said you've been able to shed some of the accounting duties, right? Which is wonderful yes. and be more creative and, and more present in some of the, the bigger things. What's something else you do daily that, you know, allows you to, to be present and a quality leader. So I get up in the morning an hour before the rest of my household gets up. Um, and when I walk through the living room, you know, there is a sign that's intentionally set so that when I walk in the living room, it says start each day with a grateful heart. And it just reminds me every morning to start that start the day, no matter, you know, if it's if I'm getting up to work out, if I'm getting up to have, you know, study time, Bible study time, you know, just time to myself, that one hour of really reflecting on how am I going to be, you know, what, what am I grateful for this morning as I get up and how am I going to look for the day? So really that hour before the house, the rest of the house is up is my hour to just really center myself and understand who I'm going to be that day. No, that's wonderful. I do something similar. I'm up about five 30 and you know, you know, we're talking, I've got a three-year-old and so <laughs> she wakes up whenever she wants to, but getting up before everybody helps to ward off some of that anxiety. And yeah. I've also found if you don't get up and just start. So, you know, the people that grab the smartphone and start with email and I've been there with that blue light, it, it almost, mm -hmm. you think about whatever it tells you to think about versus setting your mindset. So I love the fact that you have a morning ritual. Yeah, I, 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 leave the phone in the bedroom for that hour. I don't even, I don't pick my phone up. You know, it's, it is literally quiet time for me. However I do it, you know, whatever that, that is, I kind of have a, you know, a weekly schedule that I do. So I just, you know, that's just my quiet time. Well, no matter how disciplined you are, what, you know, one of the things I want to ask is some of those days just aren't going to be perfect. They're going to kind of feel manic. Nothing goes according to plan. When my plans get messed up, it bothers me because mm -hmm. I had a plan. It was on my calendar, right? So what's your why? Even when the day is not perfect or it's, just, it's a, a long week and things don't go according to the plan you laid out, why are you getting up? Why are you optimistic and why are you engaged? Well, that, that's a great question because there's a ton of answers to that. So, um, you know, for my family, for my family unit, you know, my why is, is truly, you know, 
my purpose statement, my personal purpose statement is to lead people, you know, to lead people to Christ. And so that is really, truly my, my, my uh, personal mission statement. So every day that's got to be my why, you know, it's got to be, what am I going to do today to put someone a little bit closer to Christ? And so um, for my family unit, that's that. For the, my business and professional life, the reason why I get up is I have 70 employees that depend on, you know, coming to work and having a safe environment to work at, to have a, you know, a safe place that they can come and, you know, voice their opinions. Um, you know, we have employees here that are helping in the community, you know, all those kinds of things. Like, that's my why. Like, I have 70 employees that are depending that we're going to, you know, even though I've shed some of the accounting duties, you know, I still oversee them. So we got to make sure that the bills are paid and all that kind of stuff, because that's, that's dependent on, you know, on what we're doing here. So that's my why, just to get our people engaged and, you know, here and taking care of those 70 employees. Well, as you've grown uh, in business and at home, what, who's somebody that you've followed, watched, who do you admire? Hmm. So I actually have someone that, you know, I, I truly admire this person and she's a lady that I met 10, 15 years ago and she has brought me such great joy in showing me that you can do a lot with not much. So it really took that materialistic, made me think about materialism completely different. So you know, it, whether or not it's ministering to someone or, you know, mission trip or even, you know, in your household, how to be a mother, you know, you don't have to have a lot of things to be a great parent. You know, parents, you know, at, at one point I thought I have to have all these things. I have to buy my kids this stuff. I have to do all this thing. And she really taught me that your kids just want your time. They don't, you know, want you know, everything that, that you think that you need to provide to them materialistic, they really just want your time. And this lady has really taught me that at an early age that, you know, as a young mother, you know, trying to struggle through, you know, being a new Christian and, you know, being a new mother and how do you being, you know, a working mother, how do you combine all those things? And, and that is something that she is, she really taught me is, you know, to really set aside materialism and, and just be there in the moment for your children. That's wonderful. You and I were talking kind of off the recording about um, kind of going back, you have teenagers and I have littles, mm -hmm. all the things that we go, man, at 30, you know, or, or at 35, we're, we're doing these things finally, and we're getting to show them those things early. It sounds like your mentor did that for you. Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, you know, that's kind of my thing is I, I want to teach my kids early what I learned late. And that, you know, we, I talked about that a little bit and that's, you know, now it's as they're teenagers, I'm trying to show them these things and, and model those things because, you know, teenagers aren't going to listen to you. You don't know anything, but if you at least model it, they'll think back, Hey, I remember mom used to do this, you know, kind of thing. So when, and on modeling, so you model that for your girls um, because teenagers know it all. And so they'll have a <laughs> reference. Do you do the similar thing in the office? I mean, so you're over culture and communication. How are you pushing the core values, these tests, communication throughout your culture? Living it, living it and being humble. Um, you know, 
anytime I feel like I'm in a difficult situation and I, you know, I'm going to have to do some communication, you know, my, my first thing is to state the intention. I'm here to be a better communicator with you right now. Please help me use our intentional communication tools. So just being humble, letting them know that, hey, I'm going to make mistakes. There's going to be things that, you know, might happen, but please let me know. But just living those core values, you know, we have five core values in our purpose statement, living it every day. And let me tell you, those guys out there, they'll tell you, <laughs> they'll point it out when I walk out there without my safety vest on. You don't have your safety vest. I said, thank you for calling me out for not having my safety vest on. I will be back. You know, they will. It's great. I love how you own that. Uh, are there similar things that you're doing in your culture? I mean, I know um, some leaders when they're caught off guard like that wouldn't say thank you. So what, give us a couple other good little nuggets um, as you've taken over culture that you see have really worked throughout your organization. So we have, um, like I said, you know, we're big on communication and we're just, you know, we're, we're looking at that. And so when we have someone that has, let's say, you know, if you have an office full of people, you're going to have miscommunication issues. You're going to have, you know, people that made, maybe they don't, they're having an issue at work between two people. And, you know, they'll come to us and say, hey, I'm having an issue with Kellen and, you know, we're not getting along right now, whatever the case may be. Great. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, let's go have a conversation with that person. And so just being the facilitator so that they can communicate and talk things out and figure out what's going on. And you know, normally it's just a miscommunication. Oh, I thought you meant this. And just being a facil facilitator versus okay, Kellen, what do you think? Okay, Wendy, what do you think? You know, like going between, just being, let them talk it out and let them understand um, that they can have that feedback with each other. Um, that's, that's one thing that we do. And, you know, a lot of people think that's weird and kind of strange and like, oh, I'm going to have to actually face that person and talk to them. Like, yeah, yeah, you are, because that's, that's what we need to do is to really you guys have the conversation and not me. So I don't want to create drama. Um, that's one thing. Um, you know, our core values are care on a personal. One of our core values is care on a personal level. Um, I, I, I can't even count the number of times. I mean, literally just yesterday, I had someone that said, hey, I'm getting ready to my vacation time's getting ready to run out. Like, you know, it's, the time's up. Um, I have 14 hours. Can I donate it to, you know, some, they had someone that they needed to donate their time to. I mean, it's just, everyone is, you know, we care about each other and it's just time after time after time again, that we are, you know, helping of each other and our employees a million times help each other. Um, we always have food of some sort. You know, we, we're out in the middle, we're between Muskogee and Tahlequah. So there's not really anywhere that people can just run to get, grab lunch real quick. Um, we always have some sort of food at Burroughs for lunch because we, we have, we've realized we had employees that were going without lunch because they couldn't just run and grab something. Maybe they didn't bring it. Maybe they don't have money to eat out of the vending machine, you know, whatever the case may be. Might just be ramen noodles, but. <laughs> We have something that everyone, you know, you can eat something because we don't want you to go without. And, you know, the goal is, is let's have hamburgers every day, you know? So that's a goal for us is we don't want to have just have ramen noodles. We're gonna have hamburgers every day, you know? So 
that's one of our metrics. You know, once we get to an, a, a level of success that we can do that, we'll do it. You guys have hamburgers every day. I'll start coming by more. Yeah, yeah exactly. So one final question, you know, as in, and I love that you're not done learning, right? You're embracing some new titles. Um, you're learning and, and digging into those tests are deep. We, we run them here and I go over uh, those tests with somebody that's done it for 20 years and they still take the time of the hundred base test. So that's, that's a big embark. What, uh, what are two books that if you had time to go back through, right, you know, let's say you had a book and two books, what, what are those books and um, why? So the book that I'm in right now, I'm, I've just, it's sitting here on my desk and I'm in it every day and I'm writing notes in it. It's called um, No Bad Hires. It's by Chuck Russell. And it is the, the assessment test that we use. It's his book. And it talks about renting job behaviors and, you know, how we're to, we want to put the right person in the right seat to be successful. So I do not want to put whatever your job strengths are. That's where I want to put you in this company, whatever, you know, your job strengths are. I, I don't want to put you in a position to set you up to go home and be stressed. I don't want to put you in a position where you feel like, oh my, at the end of the day, this place is stupid. I'm not, you know, I don't want to come. I want you to go home and enjoy your family. I, you know, like when you get home, I don't want you to go home and go straight to bed because you're stressed. So let's put you based on your strengths and your position. So that's where No Bad Hires has really came in. It just helps me to, as I have questions or I don't know, you know, maybe what someone's strengths are, I can go back to that book. So that's one that I'm really in right now. Um, the other book that I, I really do need to go back, and I was, I love that you asked this question because I do need to get, grab it back off the shelf and, and get back in it. It's called um, Never Split the Difference. It's Chris Voss. Um, I love that book. We use it part of our communication tools. I mean, we, you know, we, we incorporate pieces of it as well. And so that's when I actually need to go back and, and reread that one. So. Well, if you could read that one time and glean everything from it, yeah. you're smarter than that. <laughs> no. Yeah, no. Yes, it is, but it's great. It actually works. I don't it know does. if you've tried any of the tactics that are in there, but, but, you know, we use them, we actually use them with customers a lot and they actually work. That's so cool. When in your position, I'll add one more. I need to go get the author, but it's called Moments. And I'll send okay. it. Um, and it's about, so it was, it was really cool. They highlight a hotel and this hotel, a lot of celebrities will go to, and it, it hasn't really even been renovated. It's just middle of the road. But when you go there, they find out unique things about you. And let's say you're in their pool, right? They're going to bring your favorite flavor of popsicle on a silver yes. card to you while you're in the pool, right? They create these special moments and it's been tested like at Disney world. How was it? Well, the, your response to that is going to be the lowest or highest moment while you were there. Yes. Right? So how do we start incorporating those intentionally through our organizations? It's a really cool book. Yes. I think I have, maybe I've read that. I can't remember. I don't remember it being called moments. Maybe that's in an, another book, but cause they also talked about, um, I remember the popsicle and then I was thinking about the bank. So when, once you hit like a hundred deposits or something you create the moment, if I remember correctly, and like you get an email or something that you just made a hundred deposits or something like that. I don't know if it's in that same book, but I love that one too. That one's, that one's a good one. It's the power of moments. I just yes, I, th out. 
I believe I did that one on audiobook. I'm not as good as audiobooks of remembering. You know, I'm more of a visual, like I like the book and because I usually highlight and write and all that kind of stuff. So I think I did that one on an audiobook, but yeah. Well, and how blessed are we that depending on how you learn, you can learn. You can read and highlight, you get an audiobook. They if you're if you're like me and there's certain books that you want to test out, they have like the spark notes of audiobooks now yes. that you can listen to. So super yes. cool. Those sound like some great books. Well, Wendy, if somebody wants to um, ask you a question or, or has something for you and get a hold of you, what's your preferred method of communication? Yeah, email is usually best. So it's wendyq at burrows-supply.com. Um, more than welcome to email and I'll answer any questions. Well, perfect. Well, everybody, thank you. Yeah. This is Kellen with New Wave Solutions. I'm one of the partners here. And Wendy, thank you so much. It was a great interview. We appreciate you giving. Thank you.